0: Yes, yes, yes. On a Monday, Styles and Watkins taking you up to 2 p.m. 123 to 107. The Kings take care of business. We got defense. We got free throws. We got Simone behind the glass for us today. Simone going to do a great job for us as always chris watkins yep. how did you feel how was the post game youtube i i hopped in for a quick second yeah. but the kings man i know no paul george but there were situations where they could have folded you bend don't break james harden still plays with little to no integrity <laughs> and we because of it we got a ticked off De'Aaron fox which is what we all love to see i will pay money to watch that every single time Demo- Demontis sabonis doing his thing as always we also have some tickets for you the jacksons and sister sledge we will give you a chance to win those at 1 p.m chris watkins how's it yep. going my guy good uh the post game went great went
1: for like 45 minutes yesterday so you know that's always a, a good sign when we're doing that on off day mm-hmm. uh and yesterday the big takeaway for me is it's a scary one <laughs> I think yesterday might have started to build build my hope. Yes. And uh, I've said it a, a couple different times, but hope is the thing that'll that'll really kill you, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's when it really starts to hurt is when you start to actually believe that things could become uh, a reality and yesterday was definitely one where much like last year, you can really point to this game and say if you guys can put together this performance against this caliber of team What's stopping you from doing it against any team in the right. NBA? So right. it, it's a uh, it's a great one. it's it was definitely one of if not the most quality win they've had this year, but uh, it's also one that really does start to get me excited for what this team could potentially become and and that's that's just a scary place to be at, honestly.
0: I was thinking what what Dave calls it the Wolody. Yeah. I was trying to think what would it be? The Bowdy? Yeah. I'm the, sure they it, have it. The Bowoti yeah. Could that be in the in the running for best win of the year? I think it's definitely top five. It's for sure. It's, it's definitely it's top, top three five. for me, yeah. without a
1: doubt. I mean, we talked about it last week. I think like what our favorite games were. Mm-hmm. Like that that double overtime in, in uh against the magic is definitely sticking out to me. Uh, there's, you know, that, that Warriors play-in game for sure was a great one. Uh, even, you know, in a, in a weird way, that Denver one right before the All-Star break was a great one too. But this one, to me, had it all. It, ha- it had the defense. You had multiple contributors on the offensive end. HB had a great night. Kevin Herter had a great night. Sabonis ended up figuring it out, had a triple-double on national TV. And then, yeah, you mentioned it. Upset De'Aaron Fox, mad De'Aaron Fox. Uh, that little moment that he had in uh, in that fourth quarter – that was special. Like, again, that's another thing where that that builds you hope for what De'Aaron yeah. can maybe even become. That little spurt is what I'm sure every coach has seen from De'Aaron at some point in their tenure and said – look, he was able to do that for like two minutes. If we can build that out to four minutes and then build that out to an entire quarter Mm -hmm. and then build it out to an entire game, that's where this guy can become top 10 in the NBA, no questions asked. And uh, again, it's just, it was a really big performance in terms of just building up hope and, and uh, feeling like this team actually can do something in the playoffs.
0: And it's always nice when you get the opportunity to own SoCal in any capacity. Man. You beat the Clippers so bad, they probably thought they were going to get this nice win against the Kings, then do their their unveiling of their new brand. We'll talk about the new branding that they have. They thought they had it all figured out, and look who came to spoil the party. Oh, just the little Sacramento Kings, the little brother. Well, didn't sound like little brother last night. No. Okay?
2: Mm-hmm. Music to our ears, from L.A. to Sacramento. I hear you at home in your living room
0: right now. <laughs> and it didn't stop there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All throughout the arena, there are more videos of Life the Beam Crazy. in the arena. Yeah. Okay, it's just pandemonium, and it's a, it's a, it's a almost like the bat signal. Okay, for everybody that travels, we've oh, yeah, seen this is. thing go. When they're when the Kings are traveling back east, I I think I heard them when they beat the Grizzlies. You hear them multiple multiple places, but to do this against the Clippers, who the Clippers one of the teams that we have been worried about. Missing Paul George is a big deal. Yeah. Okay. But we've seen this team, the Kings team, lose to teams that are way worse than the Clippers right. without Paul George, yep. and and blow leads and and have uh-huh. missed opportunities, and the Kings. They figured out a way to to keep their head above water and get it done, much to the to the chagrin of Bob Myers. Who, oh my <laughs> oh goodness! Oh my gosh! Which you you turned into that ESPN. I, I, I was going back and forth Same. just because yeah. it was fun to me. Yeah. Because I don't even recall him. Was this the first time he, he did play-by-play? There's no way. There's no way he's ever done it before. There's I can't no think of a way. reason why.
1: Yeah. And in a weird way, I was saying this last night, this is kind of Doc Rivers' fault because I assume that everyone Uh, just kind of got moved up in the pecking order after he got moved down, but... Bob. I like I don't understand how like how is it so that they put Mark Jones on the Warriors game before right, but then have right, Bob Myers right. on the Kings game. Like mm-hmm. it just seems like such an I know they, you know, one is, is play by higher. play one's color, but yeah it's just it, it like make it make sense, ESPN. It wasn't that hard. You could have super served both of those audiences and instead I, I mean I'm sure Mark did a great job on, on the Warriors game, but uh yeah, I mean Bob Myers just completely the entire time had no no real insight on the Kings, and no. and uh, I know a couple people said he sounded salty. I, I don't know if he sounded salty. I just think he wasn't very good at the job. Yeah. Which is fair because the dude's a GM. He's not a broadcaster.
0: I don't I don't really get the whole appeal of Bob Myers as a as a talent yeah. at all. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know. understand it to begin with. Uh, I I I know he's a slick talker, and you know yeah. he's made some moves, but I don't I don't get the appeal of him. It didn't. It wasn't that he was salty to me. He just sounded uninformed. Yes, like he didn't know anything about the Kings, right? And look, a lot of people get on. I know people that do play by play, and I know people. I know color is normally that person with some cloud or yeah. maybe an ex-player, right. but there are a lot of people that want to be in those spots. And I think ESPN has to relook at this because it just wasn't entertaining. Yes, at all. Yeah, it's, it's, it's less about. It, he was. He was just. Resulting to talking about the Clippers and the whoever the the Warriors whoever yep. because that was the closest he could get because he knew nothing about the Kings <laughs> yeah he just knew nothing about the Kings it was bad it was bad but but luckily there is a mute button and luckily you can <laughs> get to the local broadcast yep. as well and you could hear the Kings get their just do the right way yep. and that's exactly what we were able to hear because it was it it was all over the place Harrison Barnes we'll talk about Harrison Barnes the Black Falcons showing up once again. Oh. You have, you have Sabonis, like you talked about. Kevin Herter, I've been hard on Kevin Herter. Yeah. Kevin Herter, that jump shot, the hitchy, hitchy woo was right. gone. Okay, for now. And he's looking right. He's still doing his thing. So there is so much to be happy about. We have fair or foul as well later in the show, and this is going to be one of our most entertaining fair or fouls that we've done. There are some oh, funny, funny stories this week for fair or foul. We'll get into that. We'll also talk about how Tim Legler, he's got some sound, about two minutes worth of sound, a little bit less than that, where he still doesn't believe in the Kings, so we will break down all of that stuff. And the free throws, 81% from free throws. That is what we are talking about. Cam Newton, by the way, what we're not talking about, my friend Cam Newton got yes. jumped. Yes, you're Okay, person. so we'll get into all of that. Yeah. Cody Bellinger signed. Is that the first domino? He did not sign to the Giants. He will be heading back to the Cubs. So a lot, a lot on this Monday. But before we get to a break, Chris, I, I do yes. want to get your thoughts on the four. And we're going to get into this a little bit deeper, but the four seed. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're, we, we. Things can change quickly, and the show might be completely different if the Kings don't take care of business against a shorthanded Heat team tonight. But as of right now, as of 10-10, that four seed is not impossible, Chris. It's not. As crazy as it
1: sounds, it's really not completely impossible. I mean, especially the Kings will do themselves a ton of favors if they can get wins over the uh, Nuggets and the uh, the T-Wolves coming up. It's not out of the question. They would have to play incredible basketball. They'd probably need a little bit of slippage from at least one of those top four teams, but it's not impossible. It, crazier things have happened, and uh, the Kings just have to – If again, if they play like how they played last night, realistically, they they can do anything they want. I mean, they probably can't reach the one seed. I think they're still seven games behind. or right. six and a half games behind there, but – there's no reason why they can't get into at least starting to to scratch the surface mm-hmm. on that top ten, or top, I'm sorry, top four. And, uh, you know, once you're you're putting them in the danger zone there, anything can happen. Teams start to feel pressure. Guys right. start missing one to two games, and that swings everything. It's not out of the question as crazy as it is. If you would have told me a week ago, I would have said you're insane.
0: I would have, too. Yeah. I, I This is is why the kings, they troll us. (laughs) They troll us. So this happens, right? And we we give our takes. I sit here and say... I'm looking at the seven seed, Chris. I'm looking at the seven, and I'm, and I'm hoping you, for the seven. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping for the seven seed. Just give us a home playing game. Then they do this, and if they double up and win tonight, yep. I mean, we're, we're, what we need to do, we'll take a look at the Clippers and their strength of schedule because I don't know how serious the Paul George they have a thing is. Tough strength, right? Strength. Where they rank as far as strength of schedules? Because anything is possible. Not Kevin Garnett, not KG, but if you're in Sacramento. That may just be the case. When we come back, continuing the conversation, and we'll talk about DeMontis Sabonis, another triple-double, because if the de- if you're playing on a day, if Sabonis is playing on a yep. day that ends in D-A-Y, he's probably got a triple-double. Problems. We'll talk about it when we get back. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. DeMontis Sabonis becomes the sixth player in NBA history to record 20 triple-doubles in a single season. Well, it's because he has the ball so much. Of course, right? So he he's got the highest usage. Mm-hmm. He's got the the, he the, not. the sixth highest usage in NBA history. He does not. Is that why he recorded all those triple doubles? No. Is that right. why?
1: No, no, it's not at all. It's uh, he. I mean, he definitely has some things working in his favor. The offense is definitely, you know, based around him. But uh, no, I mean, it's not. It's not just because he has the ball in his hand. It's not. Uh, it it is because he is uh, truly a special talent. Like, not many, and it's because it's not just the fact that they run this half-court offense that slows everything down. We see him leading fast breaks and finding guys open. He just has a crazy amount of gravity. And uh, it's insane just how often he's able to put up these numbers. And a lot of the time, you know, it'll be like after the first quarter, he'll have seven points, eight rebounds, and six assists. And it's like... How, how does this dude from the – it's really because he just – he's ready to go from tip-off. But he, he's crazy impactful the entirety of the game. And uh, that's why it's so hard to hear, guys. You can just tell who watches Kings basketball by how they talk, but the respect level I can tell you they can. give Sabonis. Yeah. I can tell you who
0: can. <laughs> okay? Name rhymes with Rob. Yeah. Friars. Yeah. Okay? I'll tell you who did not watch <laughs> any Kings basketball prior to yeah. last night. And he didn't even want to watch last night. Let's get to Sabonis and his thoughts about the triple-doubles.
3: Uh, you know, it's an honor, you said, in the top 11. You know, that's it's an honor to you know, There's summer. I mean, those names up there are probably Hall of Famers, you know, so uh, definitely an honor to be mentioned with those guys, you know, but I just try to play the game the right way, you know. I'm a big man. I got to rebound. I got to make my baskets, and uh, I like to pass. So, you know, I'm just going to go out there and, and play hard. That's it? That's it?
0: Yeah. And, and he just grabs his lunch pail every single day. Goes to work, right? It might not be flashy, but don't give me that it's boring. Don't give me that it's boring. We got Manny too legit on the sack chat. Shout out to the sack chat, by the way. Domast posterizing on Zubach. Yeah, I mean, he's collecting bodies. And he he looks at the bench, right? He gets after it. It's just good old fashioned basketball, but it's not really old fashioned. Yeah. But it is right. It's it's a hybrid. It's kind of yes. like us in a way. We're old media doing yes. new media. We're hybrid go. media. Demontis Sabonis, that's him. He's an old school big <laughs> with some new school swag and some new school moves. Yeah. And I and I think honestly, he just confuses a lot of people, yeah. right? Because yeah. he is he is Jokic without the weird one footed, <laughs> random three point shot. So nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, one. Quick note, not to sidetrack
1: us, but what you th- the tech that happened after Sabonis? Did, I never got clarity. Like, who was it on a specific person? Yeah, was it on the entirety of the bench? I think yesterday in the chat, right? Uh, I think they they told me it was on the entirety of the bench, which. I mean that that can bring me more again. Don't mean to sidetrack us, but yeah. Mason Jones yesterday yeah. was on his A game. Yes. I know it was on national TV, yeah. but to see Mason Jones and I think Malik was a part of that tech too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's like the kind of momentum that right. you feel, you tangibly feel with this team, like. They're starting to feel themselves are. a lot, and this
0: is what we wanted. Yeah, this is what we wanted. One hundred percent. They are finally starting to. We we played the sound last last week. Get their swagger back, and it just <laughs> it just feels good. And it's and it's awesome to watch to yeah. see that happening on the bench. And you just all right. Thank you. Yeah. You, you. You should be here. Right. You deserve to be here. And as much as it's yeah. when I asked Coach Mike Brown the question, hey, you got to beat the Spurs, you got to beat these lesser teams, you can respect teams but still say, ain't no way we lose into this team, right? right. And De'Aaron, what did he say last Last was it last season when he's talking about the Clippers and he says, I don't give a bleep who, who they are, yeah. you know, talking about the new-look yep. Clippers. So yep. that's how De'Aaron feels and – Everybody is going with De'Aaron and going with Sabonis and taking and and, and taking notes on the whole situation. Yeah, the way they played last night with that defense, okay. With we did beaming or dreaming with that defense, those free throws, yes. that balanced scoring. Harrison Barnes, welcome to the party again. Yeah. Okay, Kev, Kevin Herter, welcome to the party. Keegan Murray doing his best. It's Kawhi, but he's doing the best that he can on him. That team last night. Yeah can can at least get past the first round yes that team last night yep. the question is how many times for the rest of the season is that team going to show up yeah and I, I don't know but if that team shows up yeah they can you talk about make some noise they can make some kings noise they can get to the second round and get a little frisky
1: yeah for sure i that's that's exactly how i feel and I think last night's the example of what it's probably going to look like a lot in the playoffs. Like, in every playoff game, you're going to bring your 100%. And I think that was the closest we've seen to this Kings team's 100%. They did a great job. They also, you know, shout out Mike Brown. We get a ton of people in our comments when things aren't going well. Mike Brown, oh, what are you doing? Get Brown out of town and all this stuff. Well, how about the fact that yesterday, I really think the biggest reason why the Clippers never got into it was because Mike Brown said, Paul George ain't playing. I'm going to play this like a playoff game. Mm-hmm. I'm doubling Kawhi yeah. and forcing him to – to, to, I'm forcing everybody else to beat us. Yeah. You saw James Harden. I think there's some luck that gets involved as well. Yeah. You know, Harden was 2 of 10 from 3. He had a couple good looks. Well, he's washed. Probably needs to hit those.
0: He's getting there. I Um, don't think he's washed yet. He's 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 not washed yet. He's He's, not washed, but I like to think he's washed. He's getting there. Because he annoys me.
1: (laughs) Your boy, Norman Powell, though. Yeah, he hit a couple. He's a problem. He hit a couple. He hit a couple, and he only started because Paul George uh, didn't play. So, if you imagine that dude coming off the bench, Clippers are scary. But, again, the the bigger point is I think Mike Brown did a great job. I thought they had a great game plan, and overall, too, I just think – Yesterday, it was really clear they just wanted it more. As cliche mm-hmm. as that is, like the amount of 50 50 balls that went in their favor, the amount of times, you know, they're getting their hands in there on inbounds passes, mm-hmm. just making it, making nothing easy. Kevin her deflections. Kevin, Kevin her deflections. There was yeah. a couple of them. One went out of bounds, I can remember, in the fourth quarter. Uh, it was real. It was a real, like, uh, a team team bonding victory. It felt like like that was everybody pulling on the same string. You saw weak side defense uh, really, really uh, uh, shine for the Kings last night as well. I just thought it was a great performance. And yeah, I feel like if, if they take that and and they play the nuggets with that same intensity, they play the T wolves and then they even play the Chicago bulls with that same intensity. It's going to be a really fun stretch down, uh, down, down these remaining games. And Alan, that's why I'm so scared, man. That's why I'm scared because. Don't give it, me hope. What is Star Wars? Don't give me <laughs> man, hope. We got I'm hope now. You.
0: I'm telling you. We got hope now. Coach it's Mike Brown said it.
1: It's creeping in.
0: February. We will find out which teams want to make a run yep. and which teams want to just pack it up. Yep. And and maybe Cancun is coming sooner than you think. And the Kings, they did the same thing last season, sure coming did. out of the break, and they're trying to do it now. We'll see what happens tonight because this is a huge, this is a huge game. If yes. they win tonight, even with, I'm saying, without Jimmy Butler, yeah. still second half of back to back. Okay, they're Our not playing around, momentum, right? Yep. Because yep. because you beat the Clippers, you could feel really good, and they're only. We'll, we'll talk about the. The injury report: a couple guys are questionable. Yep. Terry Rozier, guys like that. But this is a game to where you can feel yourself too much in a bad way yep. and slip up. If yep. you come up, take care of business. Win. You don't have to win handily, but you get this one done. Okay, these guys. These guys aren't playing around. Second night of a back to back, right? Second night of a back to back, but we don't. These those excuses, we don't care about uh-uh. them anymore because it doesn't matter because of what we did. Prior to the All-Star break, 916-339-1140. Let's get out to Doug, who wants to be a part of the conversation. What's up, Doug? You're on Styles & Watkins. What you got for us? Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning, Doug.
4: Uh, tell you what, that was fun to watch yesterday. And and I didn't maybe had not seen all those other wins that you guys talk about in a top five win last night. But this year, I have not seen them play. The thing that everybody talks about, almost every show, is the lack of defense. Mm-hmm. And I thought that the the energy that they came out with, and how they're there and they're and they battling, and and they they had a look, you know, that said, you know, hey, you know what, we're tired of getting pushed around. And I think Fox is that's where he's at because it's like I'm not getting I'm not getting any calls. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna get a nice little technical. Let's see what that does because I'm fired up. And then from there it was just more of the same. Guys start hitting timely shots. Uh, one thing I say about uh, uh, about basketball is like basketball is a simple game, okay? Mm-hmm. And execution is the key. That's it. So uh, I, I love the chance at the end and light the beam. I'm going, man. Looks like we're traveling well last night, and it was uh, it was wonderful to see. him tonight uh, you put a cherry on top in Miami. And that's all I got. Great show. Have a great call the rest of the day. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks for the call, Doug. Yeah, look, and here's the thing. We know it's NorCal SoCal. We know there are probably some Sacramento transplants down there in L.A. But how about this thought process? Maybe there's some new Kings fans down there. Maybe there's a young Kings fan that sees De'Aaron Fox doing his thing or a Sabonis fan doing his thing. Maybe they think, man, that Light the Beam chant is pretty darn cool. It might not just be transplants. This thing is growing, and if they continue to win, it's going to continue to grow. Doug had a great call on the defense because that's exactly what we're going to talk about when we get back. The defense and the Kings, we have sound from De'Aaron Fox, what he thinks about the defense, also from Mike Brown. Coming up next, 1,000 Watkins, Sackdown Sports. Woke up in a dream. That dream was avoiding the play in. That fifth seed looking nice, Chris. Five for De'Aaron Fox. It could all change very quickly, obviously. But the Kings, you're getting some bones thrown at you, and you have to take advantage. No Paul George, last night, you get the W. Jimmy Butler got into a little kerfuffle. Yeah. Couple days ago, no Jimmy Butler tonight. A okay. No Nikolai Jovich tonight. No Thomas Bryant tonight. We'll also get into the injury report from the Heat. You have to take advantage of these situations. Yes,
1: absolutely. 100%. Uh, you can't, you know, it doesn't matter. Excuses don't matter. I don't care that, uh, yeah, I don't really care that Jimmy Butler's not playing tonight. You should attack that Heat team the exact same. And, uh, you know, if anything, of course, you should beat him even more handily. But uh, the important thing is getting the win. And so I, I, I've said it before. I'm going to try and stay consistent. I don't care if it's 102 to 97. If the Kings get the win, I'll, I'll take it on the second night of back to back during this stretch. Just get the results and and keep it
0: pushing. Really, at this point. Mm-hmm. And the nine two five. Don't think we forgot about you last week when we set our <laughs> predictions. I said three and one. Yep. Chris said four and zero. Oh. The rules were you can't say two and two because that's too easy. You said you guys drinking the Kool Aid. Yep. Don't let Don't let it happen. Yep. Okay, because we will come in here with actual Kool-Aid and drink it during the show. We, are, we really look. will. I that don't really care. That might be a bad look for us. I don't care. Maybe I'll wait until March to do it. We'll do it.
1: <laughs> Maybe we can do Crystal Maybe Light or do something. do Crystal
0: Light. Some LaCroix, something yeah, like yeah. that. I love squirts.
3: Hey, I do. Yo. I do. Hey, I do. Yo.
0: Chris Berlot and Nate, two people text me this week. I know. This weekend, drinking squirt. It's underrated. <laughs> it's taken over. It's it taken is. taking over the country. Absolutely. It is. <laughs> 916-339-1140. All guests and callers join us from the Folsom Miconda Hotline. Folsom Lake Honda, your one-stop Honda shop, music royalty, and soul's pop icons, the Jacksons, and Philly's favorite sisters and ultimate disco divas, Sister Sledge, are hitting the stage and joining forces for an amazing show, and Sacktown Sports can get you in the building, courtesy of Thunder Valley Casino Resort. All you have to do is hit up the Folsom Lake Honda Hotline at 1 p.m., and we will get that caller number from... We'll go with Simone. It's always nice when Simone picks the number the to score that pair of tickets, and Simone will take care of you. For more information, visit SACTownSports.com. Let's get out to Steven, who wants to be a part of the conversation. What's up, Steven? You know what it is, Sal's and Watkins. What you
4: got for us? Good morning. Those – that defense last night was absolutely just a huge breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. When, they, when De'Aaron Fox got that technical and then they played the highlight again – of him you know they slowed it down. It was just arms up, all body. he stuck his pelvis out, you know what I mean Just all body, complete lateral speed his quickness was ridiculous. My man Fox was in his bag as Mark Jones would say or Kyle Draper, you know the man was in his bag last night and it was just an absolute breath of fresh air to just to just see that intensity. I, uh, man, it seems like we're gonna we're gonna get fourth quarter Fox for the remainder of the season. Mm-hmm. Granted, that's my opinion, you know, but it really seems like he definitely is 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 ready to turn it all the way up. Thanks, boys. Thanks for the call,
0: Stephen. I'm thinking here, Chris. You know, when someone's in their bag like that, because yes. you know, Mark Jones and Kyle—they oh, got their thing. We were the, sa- oh, on the Jan, same. Can way. we go? Yep. Jan, we got Jan Sport. We can say, okay, he's in his Jan Sport. We can have some. We can play Duffel Bag Boy by Wheezy yes. every oh, time he gets after it, because that's oh, right. Man, I'm, I feel like Mark would have gone like,
1: uh, oh man, excuse me for I don't know how good or, or bad this impression is going to be, like. <laughs> in his bag like a Louis store or something (laughs) (laughs) like I I, something along those lines yeah he's he's workshopping it he's
0: workshopping it and he's gonna need more as long as De'Aaron keeps playing like this shout out to Jansport and shout out to Weezy Duffel Bag Boy we'll get that going whenever whenever De'Aaron goes off like that and defensively it wasn't just offensively he did it defensively as well and he had some things to say about the defense this is De'Aaron talking about the defensive intensity
2: uh it all started with the way that we were guarding tonight um I mean going up against a team like this we didn't give up 30 points in a single quarter you put yourself in in a great position to win regardless of who you're playing against if you never give up 20 and I mean uh, if you never give up 30 in a quarter so um it probably didn't matter what our offense looked like at that point if you're playing if you're guarding that way you give yourself a chance every night I mean, I know for for me to be the player that, you know, I want to be and my coaches think I can be. um, And for us to be the team that we want to be, it starts on the defensive end. Um, And just being that first guy, being that point of attack, picking up. I think with that starts, you know, you have to be in great shape to do that. Uh, Let's try to do that for, you know, 82 games. uh, However long you're out there going into the playoffs, being able to do that. If if, if I'm able to do that and just be able to disrupt the offense from the point of attack, um, I think we start in a great spot.
0: Yeah, and I think one thing that the Kings have learned, I wouldn't say the hard way because they're sitting here in the fifth seed and it's just been a ridiculous season for the Western Conference, is that for how they play on the offensive end to do this defensively, it's going to take Coach Carter. You will run (laughs) every line for every 14 sisters that I have. That's what they have to do. They have to get that stamina up. They have to be ready because I think that's what they learned, all of them separately but as a unit. Keegan Murray is figuring that out. Kevin Herter is figuring that out. Harrison Barnes, this is is even faster than what he probably – he was younger when he was playing that fast in (laughs) Golden State. And you have De'Aaron Fox who wants to be a high-level two-way player. So they're all figuring this stuff out. As the season goes, and yeah. they it feels like they're starting to get their legs under them. Obviously, they just had the break with the All Star, and I'm not even—we just went through. We don't. When is the next time? Hopefully, we just never have to talk about De'Aaron Fox's shoulder again. Looks good to me. <laughs> he was over four from three ball, I but
1: he just had to mention it. I he guess. just had to mention it. Shoulder, now that it's shoulder, now,
0: shoulder. That, now that it's out in the open, we can all say, "Okay, De'Aaron, you, we know you're working through some things, yeah. but he's a dog. Yep, and and he's sitting there and he's taking." He's taking Harden's shoulder, and Harden's still trying to do his his. let me wrap my arm yeah. around your arm and play do do whatever it is, and it's ridiculous. 916-339-1140. Let's get out to Will, who wants to be a part of the conversation. What's up, Will? You're on Styles and Watkins. What you got for us today?
5: What's up, Styles and Watkins, man? How y'all doing, man? Hey, Great. I, feel like James, I feel like James Brown, man. I feel good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, you know what? You know what, man, the, the national media the, the national media is not gonna give us any props, man. Look, TNT does the same thing. TNT, ESPN, no matter who we play, they kinda downplay our talent. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't give you know, they don't pump us up like you know, they don't understand. <laughs> Look, we already beat Denver twice. Right. We beat uh Dallas. I think we beat Dallas twice. They, Denver three times. Yeah, and, and, and we beat uh we, we beat Minnesota. At home, we beat all those teams, <clears throat> but last night they kept trying to get. And I, you know, I was going back and forth. They wasn't giving us any, you know, any uh, props, man. It kind, of, it kind of pissed me off. But let me tell you something: what I, what I recognize, mm-hmm. Coach Brown has has tr- started figuring out on on star players like Kawhi. Man, you got to trap him. You got to double team him. You got to get the ball out of his hands. It's a lot of teams that we play. We refuse to go zone or trap and stuff like that. And then when a guy's hot, we, you know, if it's still one-on-one, we, you know, we, we, we're not going to stop him. Mm -hmm. So last night, man, they, you saw how they kept trapping Kawhi. Mm -hmm. He had to give up the ball. He had to give it up. In the same way, with uh, you know, I know we didn't have Paul George, but I don't think that matters that much. But anyway, man, we we looked good last night, and, and Fox got to have that chip on his shoulder, on that weak shoulder. He got to have that chip every night, man. <laughs> you know, he got pissed. You know, I mean, that see, we have to show passion and, and 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 don't let people punk us, man. That's that's what it is, and we looked good last night. We hey, looked good last night. Hey, I, I hey, just,
0: yeah, yeah. Th- thanks for the call. Will. that was that that was. That was pretty funny with the great. shoulder on the with the chip on the bad <laughs> shoulder. The one thing I, I will say is, if I don't know if you recall this, Chris, but the last time the Kings faced the Clippers, they did also. They were losing, so it was different. But they were trapping. Yeah. But Paul George played.
1: That's the problem. And and it is a different and it and
0: it is a difference. But and I do think Paul George has been has been balling, and it yeah. would have made a difference. But at the same time. I don't really care. Yeah. I care about Mike Brown saying, what do we have to do to win tonight? Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. When we get to a series, we'll figure it out. Maybe that's not the way to do it every single game. We've seen the blitzing burn them in the past. We've yeah. seen the blitzing help them in the past. What, I, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. What do we have to do to win tonight? Yep. And yep. that's exactly what he's thinking as we get into the game tonight. Against the Heat, when we get back, continuing the conversation, we have sound from Mike Brown, who wants to talk about last night's defense as well, and more of your calls. Keep them coming. More of your sack chat and the text line. Thousand Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Defense wins championships. Or is it a really good offense? Or is it a little bit of both? The Kings are hoping that they have a lot of both moving forward. As Chris, you were looking at the strength of schedules. Where are the Kings now?
1: (laughs) I really wish you didn't ask me because (laughs) I've been trying to lock down strength of schedule and everybody has different metrics for how they break down strength of schedule. I'm going to go off of Tankathon. It's the one that I've seen referenced the most amount of times. So uh, according to Tankathon, the Kings have the eighth toughest, toughest, tough, <laughs> one a little Michael Strahan there, <laughs> have the eighth toughest. Strength of schedule remaining, uh, 520 win percentage uh, the rest of their games, 26 games left. They have one game against the Celtics remaining, one against OKC. uh, As we know, one against Minnesota and Denver. They also have one more against this Clippers team and one more against the Milwaukee Bucks. Some of the Kings' easier opponents, which, as we've discussed, these are... Probably what we would define as gotta-have-it games, yes. just in terms of he can't drop these uh, because these are the easy Tonight, ones on the Tonight's a
0: gotta-have-it-to-be now with no Jimmy Butler, by the way.
1: Uh, it, it is. Yes. It really is. Uh, be, yeah. And uh, some of the easiest opponents the Kings have, they still have one more against Washington, one more against the Spurs, uh, one more against Portland, uh, another game against... Memphis, uh, and then they have Toronto and Brooklyn in here as easy opponents as well. So, okay, so eighth. They, they're
0: eighth, and, yep. and Brandon Deitzman's asking, yeah, eighth toughest. Yep. So there are, and so the better question is on that one, which teams that are in the same vicinity as the Kings have. Anything of note, anybody ahead of the Kings? According the to Suns this Suns had a really tough one, right? According to
1: this one, the Suns have the toughest tough, gosh. <laughs> the toughest strength of schedule uh at five sixty nine remaining okay. win percentage. So the Suns are in there. They've what got about some toughies? Mavericks. Mavericks Pelicans. are sitting pretty low. They're at 18. Pelicans are sitting at ten. Clippers are at nine. So the Eight, nine, ten is Sacramento Clippers, New Orleans. Okay. Uh you have Denver at fifteen, Dallas at eighteen, Minnesota at nineteen, OKC at twenty-one, Man. Golden State at twenty-five. Man. Uh, really the Kings are getting no favors with the exception of the Phoenix Suns, who uh, you know, talent-wise probably are are the most uh ready for that kind of challenge. So yeah. really it's it's the Suns that the Kings pretty much have to be better than because of their strength of schedule. Um, the Kings should look at they. That's the only team that they really have an advantage over. So you would hope that the Kings can hopefully at the very least finish better than Phoenix this year.
0: Yeah. And the Suns won a very back and forth game yesterday against Man. the Lakers, who the Lakers are. <laughs> are probably done. They're pretty close to done. Yeah. Suns coming up next have the kind of weird back-to-back. Dude, back to back. Look at their they, toughest they, opponents. Yeah, they need both those games against the Rockets. Yeah. And then after that... They host the Thunder, they go to Denver, they host the Raptors, they host the Celtics, they got to go to Cleveland, then they got to go to Boston. What if I
1: – yeah, they have two against the Celtics, two against the Cavs, yeah. two against the Clippers, two against Denver, two against Minnesota, and two against OKC. So that's that's brutal.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and either way, right, we're not doing our full-blown pocket watch segment that's coming up a little bit later. Don't want to miss fair or foul either Definitely as we not. get into – All of those funny, interesting stories. But as far as the defense is concerned and Mike Brown and his thoughts on it, this is how these these guys are going to win these games. And this is what Mike Brown had to say about the Kings defense.
3: So, again, I I thought for the most part during the season, I I felt our defense has been pretty good. Not great, but it's been pretty good. We just haven't done a great job defending the three-point line. And you know, I've said it before, if we were average in that area, we'd be a top 10 defense. So we've shown that we're capable of doing it. Now we have to make sure we bring a level of physicality to the table along with it and defend the three. And I thought tonight, we did it. We talked about uh, the extra effort, making sure that we're, uh, we had a, an awareness, especially on the weak side of the ball. And then we ch- we, we've really tried to clean up our technique uh, when it comes to closing out to, to three point shooters. And uh, it showed some tonight. Hopefully, uh, it will keep giving us tonight's game, will continue to give us belief that we can get it done uh, behind a three point line on the defensive end of the floor. And if we do, with as talented as that group is in, in that locker room, the sky's the limit.
0: Well, there you have Tindas it. I said it better myself. Yeah, no, I like, said it better myself.
1: It's going to be interesting. Just yeah, I mean, if they can continue to play at this level, like that was the thing last season. Everybody talked about was if you can be uh, the offensive level that they were and just play a sh- a shred of of competent defense. Mm-hmm. What's the ceiling for this team? I think you saw an example of it last night. I said this on the uh, on the post game show, but these games just you know they really didn't happen for the Kings last year. There and if they did, they were few and far between. Where Yeah, you know, the Kings were almost on most nights able to put up 120-plus. They put up 123 last night. The problem would be opponents would score 120 or sometimes 125 or 127 or a couple times too many, 130-plus. And you you would get these great offensive performances from the Kings, but the defense would let them down. It didn't matter, or it would be a closer game than it needed to be because their defense wasn't up to snuff. And last night was the example of – no like just like we wanted if you still play you can even sacrifice a little bit on the offensive end if you defend at that level the other team just doesn't stand a chance and you put yourself in a great situation I think we just played audio from De'Aaron where he talked about it as well that's the first time I think I've ever heard any Sacramento King say it didn't matter what we did on offense because pretty much we took care of what we needed to take care of on the defensive end and We could have sucked last night, and pretty much we believe we would have still gotten the result. I can't think of the last time uh, a King said that in a win. So I I think it was a massive, massive step forward for this team defensively, and I hope hope they take some pride in it too because that's the thing is it's not fun to play defense all the time. It's not spectacular. You don't get highlights. You don't get shouted out on ESPN, but – it wins games, and uh, you got you got to find the beauty in in the in the struggle or in the ugliness of of playing defense.
0: Well, they're the Kings, so they're not going to get shouted out on ESPN no, either way. It, it doesn't make a difference. And LeBron James last night when they lost to the Suns, he he said when he talked about us getting to the free throw line or the Lakers getting to the free throw line, he said. We don't have that luxury of shooting 40, 50 threes a game. Basically saying I got a bunch of brick artists on my team and brick merchants and we can't shoot yeah, threes We like have that. to play
1: without integrity. We, we have to.
0: It's the only way we can score points. The Kings do have that luxury because they got a bunch of snipers and they yeah. got guys that can put the biscuit in the basket. From the eight-three-one. Ooh, that's a new one. The Kings are growing in front of our eyes. They yeah. are starting to look like a budding veteran team who understands what time it is. That, that's that you're in the running for text of the day because yes. they that they are un, they are understanding what time it is now. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like they understand that this is this
1: is not the time to mess around. And again, I think the biggest thing that I took away just from watching the game, I think anybody any casual observer. Would have picked up that the Kings just wanted it more. They were more scrappy yesterday, and that just hasn't been a uh, a defining factor for the Kings. Like I cannot think of the last time I described a Kings team as gritty, as as uh, tenacious, as as a team that wins 50 50 balls. And of course, some of that is, is out of your control. Some of it's just luck the way the ball bounces for you that day. But it's about like the multiple efforts. I saw Davion Mitchell, um, you know, close out on James Harden once for three, and it wasn't just a closeout, a flyby, and then look at the result. He closed out, flew by, and then contested again. It's the second, the third efforts mm-hmm. that'll win you the game. Every time the ball's on the ground, Demonis Sabonis diving on the floor, trying to get it. You saw him pick up that assist from the floor. Yeah. That's like an example. Now, granted, he lost that ball, but plays like that, sticking with the play, Kevin Herter cutting, knowing that Sabonis will still look for him. Mm-hmm. All those things are just massive and and those are those are signs that coaches will, will take and say, this is this is our team want this is what it looks like when when we just want it more. This is how I know we're locked in collectively and it, it was it was really a great performance.
0: Yeah, they're not they're not playing cute. Okay, this nope. is not the time to yeah. look cool. Nope. Exactly. Those those that's you can do that early in the season. Oh, right. I don't really want to dive on that. We got a long season. Now is the time. Yep. yep. Now is the time. Dave, Davion Mitchell, he had that clutch three and then clamped Harden, who plays with no integrity right after that. When we get back continuing the conversation and we discuss whether or not the four seed is possible. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports.